Okay. Hey, uh, hey, Anthony, do you like do you like my new shirt? Sure, man. It's cool. It could have been better. What was that? I said it could have been better. You want to fight about yeah, it? Yeah, I do. Let's go, chump. Ah! <laughs> Hold on a second. We don't need to fight. We don't? All you need to do is go to 86.com and choose from one of their many designs. Franchises range from Skullgirls to Street Fighter and even Blaze Blue. And if you check out 86 through this Twitch channel, use 86.com slash question mark AFF equals four to let them know that Mission Star Podcast sent you. Hello, everybody. Hi, Dr. Nick. Um, I'm going to say, all right, so it is uh, the week of the 19th, uh, 2018. This is the last podcast of the year because there will not be no podcast next week because I'm going to be up in Northern California visiting mm-hmm. family. Um, but uh, yeah, I, there will be no podcast next week, which means to be the last one of the year, which means our thoughts and everything about the about the game industry and whatnot will happen tonight um, and past week, uh, past week in game news. So with me to talk about game news and stuff is Greg Zietz. Hi. I'm sure you guys heard that motorcycle going right by my house a second ago. Yeah, I have to say, that, that, that was pretty loud. It's pretty audible. <laughs> uh, what that translated to was, I think I have a small dick. I see. Or, or when I was fifteen, some girl laughed at my penis. <laughs> I see. You could be, you could be right there. He might not have a small dick. He might have an average dick. My point is, is that he thinks he has a small dick. So, was that you or me? That noise. That's me. I should, I should okay. <laughs> I was like, wait. I just turned it off. How did it happen? <laughs> response oh my god no my dad made pizza that's what i was eating oh, earlier, right? okay he put a thousand and one fucking toppings on it so that Wait. way the crust got way too soggy and he can't stand soggy crust so i just got a tweet from i just got a texture that says uh that was the worst pizza i've ever made <laughs> i am very curious what toppings did he use well first off he used bobbly crust and then he used like fucking handfuls of cheese on a pizza like that big, maybe smaller, handfuls of cheese, like way too much cheese. I mean, it was fine by me, fine by my standards, but, and then it was like pepperoni, salami, uh, uh, kielbasa, um, like, uh, and then like eight different types of onion. And I'm just like, what are you doing? That's way too many toppings. Is he, is he making like a Frankenstein pizza? What's going on over there? <laughs> like, honestly, there's, there's like a mountain of toppings on the pizza. Cause he just, that's how he makes his pizza. So the fact that he made a pizza he hated fucking kills me. That's hilarious. That is great. He better, he better eat it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, enough pizza talk. Let's let, let's get into something delicious in the gaming news. Oh my news. god, that was disgusting, Anthony. I I was trying to make a seg- segue there to work, but it was kind of hard. Um. Anyways, 
Um, so let me get this started. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, so we're gonna st uh, start things off. Actually, let me do this. Boom, there we go. Uh, we'll start things off uh, with this article regarding uh, Discord. Because it was funny, the day after we got done talking about Epic and the Game Store front, uh, Discord just kind of straight up said, like, uh, hold my beer, quite literally. Um, and, and the day after, announced Discord Store offer or to offer developers 90% uh, of game game revenues, um, as well as uh, a better price for uh, for game devs to pr uh, produce content on their platform. This is written by uh, Kyle Orland. Um, this is from ArsTenica.com. Uh, Discord has has announced that it will start taking a reduced 10% cut from game revenues generated in on its online store uh, starting next year. One up in Epic Store and is currently announced 12% cut on the Epic Game Store. Quote, we talked a lot to developers and many of them feel that current stores are not earning their 30% of the usual 70-30 revenue share. Discord writes in the announcement. Because of this, we now see developers creating their own stores and launchers to, to distribute their games instead of focusing on what's really important, making ga uh, great games and cultivating amazing communities. Turns out, it's not cost 30% to distribute games in 2018. The announcement continues. After doing some research, we discovered that we can build amazing developer tools, run them, and give developers the majority of the revenue share. The move comes alongside a, a coming expansion of the Discord Game Store, which launched earlier this year and was a tightly curated section of games that now include roughly 100 titles. The coming self-serve publishing platform will now will allow developers, no matter what size, from AAA to single-person teams, to access the Discord store and and the new 90% revenue share. <clears throat> so, Discord. I'd like, to, I'd like to point something out. Yes. Um, Marcus needs to chill the fuck out. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, I see. Okay. What? This almost like confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, is something going on in chat? I don't know. <laughs> um, I love that you are so... You're just like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, Marcus needs to, needs to fucking stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're right, Valer? Just say, I'm thirsty. I haven't drank in months. Uh this is this is good. This is good for the industry. This is good for de for developers. This is good for consumers. Um, this is competition. This is what we need to see. Steam better fucking come out of the world war tomorrow and be like, we're also gonna do ninety percent. Fuck! Like, it, they they need to be scared. And I love that right now, for the sake of indie development, for the sake of of selling games to gamers. Um, I don't always sell like that, but you know, selling games in general. Epic, Epic, and 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 Discord are now having a, a little bit of a friendly uh, consumerism battle. That ultimately will be nothing but good for the for everybody. So. Yes, yes. It's it, it, this Steam is on the hot seat. I wouldn't say that there's a ton of. I want to take that back. There is there is a lot of pressure on on Valve right now. I I do believe that. Um, <laughs> Sorry, what the fuck, Valer? Valer, calm down, calm down. Anyways, um, <laughs> I will say that Valve is definitely in a situation right now where they are being pressured um, 
by all fronts, but even more so now with Discord entering the fray. Discord, as as we as you know, bias aside, we are using Discord right now. Um, but Discord definitely is another player that have entered. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to fucking laugh at that. It's so bad, but also fucking hilarious. <laughs> if you took out the indistinguishable part, it's just like, if it pleases you, I would like to have your pussy counterclockwise my penis. <laughs> fucking holy shit, that's funny. <laughs> God, God damn it, Valerie. <laughs> Uh, that broke me, dude. That was that was too good. Wow. Counterclockwise, my penis is. <laughs> that should be in yeah. Quote of 2018. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, put that on my fucking tombstone. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all um, right. Sorry. Continuing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um. But yeah, like uh, yeah, it uh, it, def- it definitely Discord entering the fray. Discord is is another huge player in in the game industry right now in regards to everybody's using it right now. Discord is is uh, is you know kind of the universal chatting program and uh, video program that pe- people use right now to talk to one another, to make groups and whatnot. It is a definitely a a big player right now in the game industry and in the social space. So them coming out and saying like, hey, we see what we see what uh, Epic and Valve is doing. We're gonna one up a, up that even more so for developers. On top of that, we already have an established base and on and it keeps growing from here. So Discord is in a really good spot. It's a win win for them no matter what. Um, if it doesn't work out, like those stills may remain the same and continue right next to the success of what Discord is. If it does work out, now you have what Discord is, and on top of that, a storefront uh, to also bad at. So yeah, this this uh, this ultimately, Anthony reminds me of uh, you know I was talking with some friends today about the um, HD DVD and Blu-ray battle. You know, back in the day, mm. and then the reason Blu-ray won wasn't because it was a quote-unquote superior, um, higher storage, higher capability device. Because realistically, what you could do on a Blu-ray, you could do on HD DVD. What made Blu-ray win was that Sony put the Blu-ray player in their PS3. Yeah, that so was what, yeah. That, that was the that was the the holy hand grenade that uh, destroyed HD DVD. Mm-hmm. If if <clears throat> Discord can do this correctly, having their platform be the place where people communicate, which already is a thing, on top of having maybe cheaper games and developers going, well, it's exclusive on this on on Discord now because you know we're getting such a big cut. That's huge. That's absolutely huge. Absolutely. I as far as like what this will look in the future, as far as like what the outcome is, um, you know, over time we'll find out for sure. Like you know, give it another year or two, we'll, we'll tell you a different answer. Um, in the immediate right now, I feel like it's going to be. I want to say it's going to be. Here's what the here's what it look like. There's going to be a bunch of indies that are going to jump on both Discord and Epic, and I think that even more so on Discord right now because of the offering looks so so good to them right now. I think that you'll definitely get a good bunch, but over time it's going to de- give give us another year or two to really dissect like what the results were from from this for these announcements for the past couple week or two to find out and understand you know which storefront is the the dominant one or maybe nothing changes and it's all just the same and Valve remains king but it, it all depends on what's going to happen in the next year or two it's going to be over time I, yeah i significantly doubt that it'll uh that it won't have an effect I, I i totally see this being a 
huge, a huge, like, shake-up in the whole, um, in the, the, like, selling game community, like, not community, but you know what I'm trying to say, like, yeah. So you, this, you... this, this to me, this to me, having, having Epic and, and Discord jump into the distribution, the, on, the, the like, PC distribution fray, mm-hmm. Very much reminds me of like, like I said, like the that 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 battle that I mentioned earlier, or even like the, you know, Super Nintendo versus Genesis battle. Interesting. Um, Interesting. It's it's because it's not going to be. It, it's, it's it's a neck and neck battle right now. Like we'll see where it goes. Like right now, what's happening is we see the the dominant one, the Goliath, if you will, looking down at the Davids. But what the Goliath doesn't realize is that. The Davids have something up their sleeve, and that's uh, better compensation for developers. Way better compensation for developers. So, like, I see, I see this becoming a big thing. I see Steam and Valve kind of trying to adjust their entire thing to not lose people. Yeah, that's going to be yeah, that's going to be really developers going exclusive with 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 one of the two. Yeah, that's going to be really tough for Valve right now. Is how do you, if you're Valve right now, how do you retain people to stay in your platform knowing these announcements happen? Like the changing of your pricing of how you dish out money um, ends up benefiting the AAA, the big studios, but like the indie devs are going to be the ones screwed out of it, um, and you're hurting them more than you're uh, helping yourself. So, yeah, what do you do with your valve? Like, I don't know what you, what would you do in this situation. I kind of feel like you have to write it out, I guess, and see how it pans out. Yeah, but Valer, what does what does uh, uh, Discord have that's similar to like saying, "Hey, use Source and get more money back"? For the listeners, by the way, Valer in chat said, "I mean, they could do it similar what Epic's doing with Unreal and say, hey, use Source and get more money back,' which is totally like a, a, a hand that Epic can play over Discord and Valve." But, you know, Discord needs to do something where they are, where it's the 90% back instead of 80%, which is what Epic's doing. I wonder, uh, I'll, I'll end it on this question because Valve has their source engine that they could pretend, is it out for, is it, is it publicly like people can use or have to buy it to, to use it? That is a very good question. I, I don't have your answer. Because I would say they, they could do with the same thing as Epic does and like wave that off, but I'm not completely sure on what situation on, on that is but overall it's i feel like this this will affect in due time the immediate effect i think is going to be a lot of testing waters for a lot of developers and you will see exclusive games coming to different platforms especially in discord uh epic and valves this is going to be very very interesting times for sure it's going to be interesting to watch especially for somebody who doesn't buy pc games like me where I'd buy all my games on Xbox and, and Switch. Mm. It's, 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 it's more fascinating to me than it is an effect on me. I see. So. Interesting. Okay. Moving on to our next story at hand. Um, there it goes. All right, cool. So, uh, where was it? Okay. We were talking about this not too long ago, um, but because uh, we were in agreement about this, but uh, this is reported off of bittech.net. Uh, written by uh, Gareth uh, Halfakree, UK games industry gets its first union. Uh, the UK has first dedicated union branch uh, for the video game industry, one of the first in the world, 
which claims it will be aiming to address church zero-hour contracts and issues around homophobia and sexism. Announcement last week by the Independent Workers Union of Great Britain, the dedicated branch dubbed Game Workers Unite, is claimed uh, to make IWGB one of the first unions in the world to represent those working in the video game industry, and for in the first in uh, in the first in the union uh, is in the world to represent those uh, in video game. Oh, I think I just heard that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the first in the UK. The game's workers' decision to unionize with the IWGB should be a wake-up call for the UK's gaming industry, claims General Secretary Dr. Johnson Moyer Lee of its founding. The IWGB is proud to support these workers and looks forward to shining massive spotlight on the industry. Um, the new union branch already has a list of issues it is uh, looking to address in the industry and its founders have confirmed. For as long as I can remember, it has been considered normal for games workers to endure zero-hour contracts, ex excessive unpaid overtime, and even sexism and homophobia as a necessary price to pay for the privilege of working in the industry. This is fucking fantastic. We're fine. Yeah, it, it's in the UK, but I I surely hope this influences that uh, unions be made in UK to come here in the US. Right, I was going to say the... Uh, uh... The, the problem, okay, so I'm going to get a little political on you because we're talking about unions, but the problem that I always have with unions is that they become too um, politicized and a lot of what they do, like, look at a lot of unions that, that exist today for, and not for the entertainment industry, but for other things. Um, a lot of them will feed money to a candidate that they like the best, right? Uh, to me, to me, I, I fucking hate that. I absolutely hate that. If you are a, if you are somebody who is, if your, if your entire company is designed to help employees, you should not in any way, shape or form be giving money to a politician straight up. And there's other little things that they do it here and there that are very sketchy. SAG on the other hand, SAG and uh, SAG AFTA. I think so. Say? Yeah. Um, uh, they do not send money to a politician. Their entire aspect is to help actors get what they need. And um, if we can have something like that for the video game industry, I would be very happy. But here in America, I don't know the laws in the UK that well. So I don't know that that's a thing in the UK. But here in America whatever union gets formed for gamers or for not gamers for developers or you know whatever in that category um i sincerely hope that they stay neutral and they just they concentrate on the workers they concentrate on the employee um sorry uh <laughs> god damn it for there <laughs> Whoa. Distracted me. I was, like, I was like, "What about Parliament?" Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I honestly didn't even fucking know that, Valer. Uh, apparently, you can't show uh, um, any any footage of Parliament on a comedy show. Interesting. Okay. I mean, you can't hear in America. You can because that's fair use and all that jazz, mm -hmm. whatever. But right, right, right. The right, of, right of the press. Um. But uh, <laughs> Jesus. Um. I, I really, because there's this there, there's this dilemma in my brain, mm -hmm. 
one half goes, we need unions for developers in the gaming industry. We've seen it from too many times here and there of people putting in more hours than they're getting paid. Like they're on a salary, but they're putting in 60 to 70 to 80 hours a week, you know? Yep. Um, there, there needs, it needs, it needs to be better representation for these people who are working so hard to make games. Um, but I guess the problem lies. Here's where, here's where the issue lies in. These companies that make games, the, the, uh, the publishers, let's say, you know, like THQ for that matter, they went belly up and everyone that worked for them was unemployed. What happens if you're unionized through a company that goes belly up? Does that, will the union try to find you new work? Like how, how will they function? And that's, that's a lot of questions that I know will come up when eventually, inevitably a U.S. union is made for game developers, but you're, you're, you're not wrong in that thinking. I mean, one of the... There's just a lot. There's a yeah. lot that goes into it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of... There's a lot more that we can pack in this 10 minutes. Um, I, I try to pad 10 minutes as best I can yeah. with your topic sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's... It's a very easy, challenging thing, but at the same time, we can't... We can't leave it as it is now. Like, you know... This Absolutely pa- not. This past year, um, we can't tell you how many times we've seen a lot of people being uh, let go. Um, the infamous... Uh, what was it? Um, the guys who made Walking Dead, um, Telltale. When that whole thing went down, when when uh, the people were let go because they pretty much the Telltale CEO and the higher ups were, were betting on a deal that was going to come in and it, and it never did, and it affected tons, hundreds of, uh, of employees um, to lose their jobs and find work literally like in, in two days. It was it was something it was something that they it was, it was something that it was pretty disgusting. It was something that you know, everybody agreed like we need to stop stuff like this. We need somehow. Yeah, yeah. So it, I, it was, it's it, and you're not and, and you're in the you're in the right like area of like what needs to stop. Like you said in the in the article, like this union is going to fight other things like this the the rampant sexism and the the. Uh, the racism and like everyone is is an honorable footing like a union should do mm-hmm. um uh yeah when it comes to when it comes to how the union will function based on stuff like what happened with 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 t- telltale mm-hmm. because let's be honest what would happen what should be happening right now is a fucking butt shit ton of lawsuits absolutely i mean there already is a civil lawsuit not. i mean there's a civil there's, lawsuit there's happening. a couple but yeah. it's not enough it's yeah. not enough like right. most likely what'll happen is a few of the people that are suing telltale and the guys that ran telltale if they win there'll be a bunch of letters that go out to the employees saying like well you could potentially get compensation like that's the farthest it'll go but that to me is not enough. Like there should yeah. be way more than that. So yeah. I feel like a union a union is definitely needed in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, God, there's so many. There's just so many angles because like people don't like the one of the biggest issues with the uh, with oh sorry with uh, unions nowadays is um, let's take teachers for example. Okay. Um, there are a lot of teachers that do a fantastic job. A lot of teachers that work very hard to make sure that their students are taught. 
that their students feel like they're listened to and all that kind of stuff. But there are quite a few teachers out there that are uh, not caring about their students, that don't give a fuck, that just are doing their job. But they're tenured. They're 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 protected by the union. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't want to see that happen with this union. You know? Yeah, it's gonna be very dicey, and I feel like it's gonna be case by case when it comes to that. Uh, but at the same time, I'm willing for that to happen if it's if the greater if the greater good of it helps out, like the yeah. the overall. Like I'm okay taking those type of hits as long as everybody else is fine. Um, yeah, I, th that'll be more of like a 20 year down, 20, 30 years down the road kind of thing yeah. that I'm talking about. Absolutely, um, absolutely. And I'm looking at the timer going, we have a few seconds left, so I'm just padding at this point because <laughs> I don't want to repeat myself. Right, uh, right. It's it's going to be very interesting in the coming years. Like UK is yeah. definitely going to be the one to start it, but it will it carry over to the US. Will it, not only the US, but will it carry over to other countries as well? It's going to it's gonna have to. Like there's going to be a group that's going to start a union for developers. Um, it's going to be a thing. Um, will it get to the point what like SAG is right now, where like you're not allowed to do voice acting unless you're a SAG member? Like that kind of thing exists, but I don't know that that'll happen with developers. So, yeah, it's again, uh, like I said in the last segment, it's gonna be it's very interesting times and to see how that develops. But I, I think we're in agreement and, and it's hoping that this happens all over the place and sooner than later <laughs> yeah sooner than later absolutely all right moving on to our next topic at hand uh say so close this window down ah yes this is reported off of ingadget.com written by john fingus kingdom hearts 3 leaks six weeks early leakers can't completely spoil the ending at least uh it is not unheard of uh for uh it's not unheard of for games to reach players days before launch, thanks to supply chain leaks, pirates, or over-eager retailers. Square Enix, however, is dealing with something considerably worse. The developer Tetsuya Nomura has confirmed that copies of Kingdom Hearts 3 are circulating roughly six weeks ahead of the game, uh, game's January 29th debut. If Nomura didn't say how the Disney Tactic crossover RPG got loose, he did confirm that Square was, quote, aware as to how this all happened, unquote. Uh, there may have been some clues to as to uh, how Kingdom Hearts 3 escaped into the wild. Kotaku noted that a Facebook user uh, going by the name of Broderick Jackson was selling copies of the game for $100 each for the weekend of December 14th and even posted clips and proof that it was real. Jackson, unsurprisingly, wouldn't share how he came across these copies, suggesting that he didn't come across them uh, by sheer luck. The good news? Uh, spoil sports can't ruin the entire game for you. Both the epilogue and the secret movie, reportedly the largest spoilers in the game, won't be released until later, just in case. You may uh, want to filter your social, your social network feeds regardless. Uh, just know that there will be surprises even if you stumble up, uh, across the spoiler in the near future. And an update to that real quick. The person who was selling those copies um, was caught. <laughs> the, the, well, the, yeah. I imagine that that happened very quickly. Yeah, but the voice actor Axel kind of broke it on Twitter. So it's like, yeah, the guy, the guy got caught. <laughs> so. So, so as, as much as it sucks, Anthony, as much as this is like a shitty situation and like 
this is an intellectual property on multiple levels. Like it's Disney and Square Enix. Don't don't fuck with yeah. Don't fuck with Disney. Absolutely. Do not fuck with Disney. That's that's asking for every amount of trouble you could possibly get. They are an absolute fucking juggernaut when it comes to lawsuits. Don't fuck with Disney. Secondly, um, wh why would you take a game that's so that's so well uh, uh, liked and and beloved? That people have been waiting for this game for literally decades. I think it's been what twenty years since the first one. I I believe so. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. I don't think it's been. 20, it's been a very long time since at least the second. And you're going to go out of your way to spoil it for other people? Like that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Uh, it's it's no however, it's no. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Finish your thought. I don't think that the person putting out the stuff on social trying trying to spoil it for people. I don't think that, that he's actively going, haha, look at this. Hey, Sora dies, fuck you. I don't know if he does, I'm just stating a fact. Right, right. Um, I don't know jack shit about the game other than what they've shown. Because <laughs> I'm very good, A, about avoiding spoilers, and B, I also don't give a fuck. Like, and that's the point I wanted to get to was y'all stop, should stop giving such a fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, Agreed. Like, the less fuck you give about having something spoiled for you, the less concerned you'll be about spoilers. Absolutely. I was in that boat for for a while. Like, when uh, the height of Halo, I was super excited for Halo 3. I was trying to avoid everything. And then a friend of mine, like, posted on Facebook that, you know, Master Chief dies at the end. I was like, motherfucker. When, when I realized that wasn't the true ending, it's like, oh, okay. Um, but I, I've been there. Like, I, I know how that feels. Um for a very hype game at the same time like yeah. i i over time i kind of came to the realization that like spoilers will happen and whether you like it or not it's gonna if you're lucky you're able to avoid them but if it comes across you know your feed i'm not saying here i'm not i want to make it clear i'm never saying that spoilers are okay i'm not condoning them i'm just stating a fact that when you give less of a shit about the potential of spoilers thrown at you the less stress you're gonna feel on the whole subject of like agreed all together. Uh, uh, agreed. Um, yes. Like if you're if you're going through your social media going, how can I avoid things so I don't have Kingdom Hearts three spoiled for me? That's an extra level of stress you already have on your life from the other stresses you already have. Like, I can't imagine my life right now where I give a fuck about spoilers because if if I did, I might just die from a heart attack. Like. Yeah. I'm not saying that because I'm fat, but, like, the stress I have from job and paying bills and, you know, my parents' mental, or not mental, but medical shit that they're dealing with all the fucking time. Um, like, we just learned that the sores on my mom's hand are staph infection. So there's that. Um, that's terrifying. Uh, so if I added to that stress of... Well, I love Twitter, and I love looking at the news on Twitter, and I love the friends that I've made on Twitter, but I'm going to not use Twitter, or I'm going to be really, really careful about scrolling through Twitter and add stress to my life because of potential entertainment spoilers. My life would be fucking miserable. Just... Yeah. The interesting thing about this, though, is that the company, you know, obviously when it comes to fans, people are, you know, of that ilk, like, yeah, we can definitely say, like, yeah, avoid spoilers, like, if, you know, don't give a shit, you know, the less stress you'll be, um, do this and this and this. Uh, it, 
doesn't help the fact that the company is also kind of uh, getting into that as well in terms of like you know don't spoil the game which i understand like you know you want people to buy the game to play the game fully through to see what happens um at the same yeah yeah at the same time like it's it's kind of saying to the internet don't do this because they're going to do the opposite what you what they what the way they've been told to you oh i get what you're saying you're basically like when they say don't spoil this like people are going to find a way to spoil it because yes. that's just the asshole nature yes. of humans Absol- absolutely gotcha 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 i thought you were yeah, yeah, okay mm-hmm. I, and i agree i totally agree when you tell the internet not to do something they're going to do it yeah it's um yeah <laughs> and, and and you know it's it's that it doesn't help at the same time like it, it definitely something like for people everybody just know like it's things like this will happen time and time again leaks have always been a thing ever since people were able to leak uh games whenever it existed um and you know spoilers will happen or whatever what have you um that i feel like you have to just accept that at this point in 2018 going in 2019 um, yeah so yeah, it's uh, not it's uh, not only inevitable but it's 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 something that you can't like you can avoid but again the stress that you're adding to your life is insurmountable in my opinion yeah especially if you give a fuck about these franchises as much as i do mm-hmm. like i guarantee fucking to you when uh the third you know episode nine of star wars comes out there's going to be trying to spoil it there were wasn't there like a spoiled script or like the script was like posted like prior to last year's star wars movie that came out here's my point anthony i don't know why because I didn't pay attention to that shit. Uh, that's that's another aspect. Do you see point. what I'm saying? Good point, yeah. Good point. Like, I'm not going to pay attention to Kingdom Hearts 3 shit unless it's directly from Square Enix or the game is out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I concentrate on shit. That's how I avoid spoilers. Secret alert, that's how you avoid shit. Yeah. There's two ways you guys can do it. You can uh, just go cold turkey and get off the internet and social media uh, completely. Uh, just stop giving a shit. <laughs> uh, that that is true, or uh, use your social media, what have you, Twitter, Facebook, whatnot, whatnot. Filter out the words Kingdom Hearts three, and you'll be fine. No, uh, you could do that, but again, I find that to be needless. Well, I know, but it's what just if, what me- if Square Enix releases a new trailer or releases like, like, hey, the game's out a day early, you wouldn't know about it. That is very true, but at the same time, this is kind of the game you have to play, the not the Kingdom Hearts three game, but like the the game of life. Um, well, could you also imagine being the person that goes, well, Kingdom Hearts 3 ending was spoiled for me, so I guess I'm not playing the game. Then that's dumb. <laughs> that is super that's dumb. That's a weird fucking, like, idea as well. Yeah. Like, it's just... like I, and there are definitely people people out there with that mentality. Like, it's... it's that's it's for, straight, it, that's straight yeah. up. That's straight up. Just, it's just dumb. It, it is dumb. It is, it is definitely dumb. And, you know... More, more of the story is, and I think a lesson for everybody is accept the fact that leaks will always happen, spoilers will always happen, no matter what, never no matter what you do, the game that that is spoiled, you know, it you can take the heart, uh, no no pun there, um, you can take it to heart and like you know be hurt by it, the fact that like, oh my god these people are ruining this game because they spoiled like no no they didn't, like the game is still gonna be good, it's it's gonna come out, people are gonna enjoy it, it's. If it happens, it happens. Just accept it. And if you do get spoiled, then it just makes you more inclined to find out how exactly it got up to that point. Now, now, now play the game like a fucking Tarantino movie. 
Exactly. Exactly. That's what I do with spoilers is with me. It's like I don't I don't care particularly I don't care if I get spoiled or not. Just, if I do get spoiled I find out, you know, how it happened, how I got to that point. So Yeah. Alright, moving on to our next story at hand. Um Speak. It seems like it seems like Epic has been kind of been on the Honor News Show for the past three weeks for various reasons. Um, you, you just keep using the same Fortnite clip. <laughs> <laughs> well, ironically, because it's because of Fortnite, actually. Um, so uh, I got two stories here, but I'll probably read the first one here because it's more uh, notable. Uh, this is also reported on Engadget.com, written by John Fingers. Hey, same guy. Um, Alberto. Ribeiro, I can't pronounce his last name, suits Epic for using the Carlton... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Alberto Rivera, uh, it's uh, Al- Alfonso Roberto. Oh, wow. Why did I see Alberto? Okay. My I bad. Suits <laughs> um, uh, Epic for using the Carlton dance uh, in Fortnite. Uh, it is no secret that Epic has pa- uh, patterned many uh, Fortnite dance emotes on real-world moves but that's increasingly landing the game studio in hot water. Uh, mere weeks after uh, rapper 2 Millie sued Epic and 2K for literally duping the Millie Rock, Alfonso has filled his own lawsuit accusing the developer of copying Carlton's signature dance from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, uh, sorry? Um, Alfonso's attorney told TMZ that Epic... Uh, mimic their iconic uh, swing uh, through the fashion modes without per- uh, asking permission or offering compensation. The TV star is in the midst of uh, copywriting the dance. We asked Epic for comments. Whether or not the lawsuit prevails will depend on whether or not uh, Alberto, or God, did it again, uh, Alfonso, it's, it's Alfonso, Alfonso uh, can lay claim before the copyright uh, process wraps up. With that said, there's no doubt that the Carlton dance uh, as if the name alone wasn't a giveaway. Uh, it even uses music, uh, music reminiscent of Tom Jones. It's not usual. If the lawsuit does not move forward, there's a real chance you'll either see a settlement or a, a relatively brief court battle. Um, also want to bring in the, the, the uh, what was it? It's uh, this dance. It's also the dance of the, the kid with the backpack that floss. Um, it's also suing as well. And it's what I'll say about this is that it's interesting, but as far as I could tell, looking into it, the law regarding um, dances can you copyright them? You can copyright a core, uh, a, a a dance, uh, a group dance, or like you know something that uh, that is. Um, done say in the music video or whatnot you can copyright something like that copywriting mm, copywriting individual no, dance no. moves you can't right so so here's the thing the millie rock mm-hmm. he, copy, he can copyright the title the name of it mm-hmm. he can copyright uh it being he, the, the point the point is the, the here's the thing about about the lawsuits and dance moves you can't copyright a dance move because in order to copyright or trademark something, you have to prove its marketable worth. If a dance move, dan- and dance moves are not marketable, at least they weren't until now. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like now, in Fortnite, Destiny, Overwatch, and hundreds of other games here and there, 
you can buy emotes. You can buy dance moves. Or earn them, for that matter. Right, right. Uh, and because of that, um, they are now marketable. Mm-hmm. So somebody like Alfonso Ribeiro, somebody like Two Millie, somebody like the, the Backpack Kid, are a trying to make mo- trying to get trying to get some of that sweet sweet Fortnite money. Oh, it's obvious that they're doing that. Yeah. Uh, but also, they could change the law. Let's not forget this is a lawsuit, not a frivolous lawsuit. Mm-hmm. This isn't frivolous on any scale. They could straight up change the law with the with these lawsuits because it can be proven that these dance moves are now marketable, which they are. Yeah, that is actually a good point. That is a very good point that they, you could definitely see that Fortnite is arguably the biggest game right now in the game industry, um, and it's making a ton of money in every avenue, and emotes being a part of that. So... That is a very good point. Very good point, actually. So, I, I here's the thing I, I think is what can end up happening. Either A, Epic's going to get annoyed to the fact that, you know, we're just going to settle and then pay these guys whatever amount of money for them to, 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 well, to say, you know, go do you away. See, do you want to know where I see this going? You think he's going to court? Uh, I think with, with at least Alfonso, it's going to court. Um, with two million, it's definitely going to go to court because they have the money to buy the lawyers to push it forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the backpack kid has shit, but uh, I I don't think that two million and Alfonso are going to win the, the way that they think they're going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that they're suddenly going to get the right to the Carlton or the or the Millie Rock. They're not going to get that because since Epic can prove that they're making money off of it, which they are. Um, they can then copyright the dance. They can then trademark the dance themselves. Yeah, they they even said like in the middle, uh, which would be which would gotta be scummy. But point is, yeah. is that could do that. Yeah, and it's being said. It was said right now, like the people who are suing, uh, there's they also claim like, oh, we're also in the process of copywriting the the the, uh, the dance move or trying to, um. Which doesn't help them at all because, like, if you're already trying to sue for that dance move and yet you have not copyrighted that move uh, in, in some capacity, then you don't have a leg to stand on right now. Um, even right, right. on top of that, the moves, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll use the backpack kid as an example. That move, that, and somebody pointed out, that move that he, he did that made him famous. He was, doesn't own that. Yeah, he doesn't own that. There was he, didn't the, even make, he didn't even make it up, yeah. Yeah, he, like, he copied from another person. Um, Alfonso. In a in a TMZ interview, when they asked him about you know how you made the dance, like he said straight up, I uh, stole this move um, from another person, uh, and uh, you know how would I interpret you know how a white man dance and I just combine both of these moves together. Um, right. So like there are things that already that are, if they really want to take it to court, there are things already that are going against them right now. Um, I personally, I personally don't. Like ultimately, this doesn't affect me, and I don't ultimately give a fuck where where it lands. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by this, though. Absolutely, it's interesting Absolutely. to me that yeah, it's interesting to me that a video game microtransaction system could somehow change a law. Like that's insane to me. Mm-hmm. That's that's where that's where I want to see where this goes because 
again, like the way the law works now says that, you know, none of them own the rights to anything that they've done. Mm -hmm. But if they change the law, like that's going to, that's going to be a huge fucking factor on so many games. Absolutely. I mean, like if you really, if you were to go back in history and you were to tell people like a video game change an actual law, that's insane. Um, it wouldn't be the first time. Well, it's certainly not the first time, but yeah, I think it's more in the idea that it's a microtransaction. It's something that's not like in the past laws have been changed by, you know, age verification or not age verification, but age uh, limitations and things like that. That's how laws were changed. Um, or like trademarks on uh, aspects of, of programming. Like that has been, but when it comes to this, this is new. This, this is yeah. really, really new. This it's it's insane. It's the one of the things I'm very curious about too. Is like how I would love to know how far people or how far the the, the courts and how far the law can take it because it's testing the waters as far as like well, can you really copyright you know a dance outside of what has been said right now with the law like can it be changed the fact that yes you can um is it going to get to that point um it's going to be very interesting going forward because i think a lot not just the game industry but other content creators other people within the medium would be looking at this very closely to see what happens in in the court of law if it goes to that point and it will pretty much will decide can you essentially copy somebody's dance move into your game and make money or is that going to change in the future i mean if it changes that what will happen is that games that add dance moves will either they'll have to add in dance moves that are their own yeah um or they're gonna have to drastically change the dance move so that way it's not part of their thing kind of like how i mean because fortnite's already kind of doing that with the idea of changing the name of of these dance moves yeah the the the, the millie rock isn't called the millie rock the game but else the the um the carlton isn't called the carlton it's called it's, it's called, called else. yeah it's called fresh yeah yeah so yes they're already playing the trademark game the point is is how will this change the animation of those dances yeah yeah so. Ooh, man, we are living in interesting times. Ooh, boy. Yeah, like I said, I'm fascinated <laughs> by this. I oh, same here, yeah. Like, it's not going to change the fact that, like, playing Fortnite is either, you know, doing the survival mode or playing the Battle Royale. There's, there's two different game types, and it's not going to change either of those. Like, yeah. this changes nothing about Destiny. You're still going to play Destiny. It's just going to be like, hey, those dances that I have. <laughs> like, right. It, what percentage goes to the fucking creator? Like it's just it's it's and it's such a weird battle too, but it's important in a way. It's it's so yeah, bizarre. It, and it's, I, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. fascinated by it. It definitely is. I'm really uh, fascinated by it too as well. I really want to see how it turns out in the future, um, but we will find out in due time, and we'll see how everything goes. I say. Right. So on to next. I'm gonna stop the music for this actually. Okay, so we have a new segment here. I'm actually going to get this ready. Uh, so Greg and I have been talking, and Greg brought up the point of he wants to have something to kind of 
do at the end of the podcast because uh, the Overwatch Minute is on hiatus because of not much news to report uh, on, on right now. Yeah, uh, the, the the Overwatch Minute isn't going anywhere. It's just it's just on pause. Like, this segment and the Overwatch Minute are going to basically share the same existence. Um, it's just if there's news from Overwatch, then you're going to get an Overwatch Minute. Otherwise, you're going to get this new segment. Yep. And this new segment may lose listeners. We may we <laughs> may lose people because viewer discretion is advised. Uh, listener discretion is advised. <laughs> That's right. It's not on me, guys. It's on Greg. So send hit mail to him. <laughs> it's fine by me. You can follow me at fucking at on Twitter. Bring it. All right. But uh, I don't have anything set up yet for it. But we have our new segment here. It is... Uh, why you're wrong with break these. Why you're wrong. Okay, so in this in this segment, I'm just gonna kind of briefly tell you what it's about. It's known, <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, I disagree with the internet quite fucking frequently. Um and it's not from a place of like un you know, like I do my research and shit like that. But it's also in a sense therapeutic for me. So why you're wrong is basically going to be me picking a topic and going off for 10 minutes or whatever I may have. So today's why you're wrong is about people hating a game because it's popular. Here's why you're wrong. When you go out of your way to say Fortnite is stupid, but either a haven't played it or played a very little bit of it and then say it's fucking stupid because all these kids like it. You are an asshole. Just flat out, you are an asshole. If you're not interested, Josh, you're an asshole. If you're not interested in playing the game, fine. No argument there. If it's not something that you want to put your time into, great. No argument there. But when you sit there and say to me, Overwatch is a dumb game because it's popular and it's fucking it's it's uh, entire fan base is toxic. Go fuck yourself. You're not critiquing the game. You're critiquing an entire fucking fan base. You're critiquing an entire game based on its fan base. And that to me is straight up dumb. Just straight up stupid. You cannot sit there and say, well, I'm not going to play said game because there's a huge number of people playing it. League of Legends doesn't suck because its fan base sucks. League of Legends sucks because it's a fucking, uh, it's, it's a MOBA, and MOBAs are old and dumb now. I, I'm, I'm being facetious for the sake of comedy, but for fuck's sake, League of Legends is not a bad game. You're bad for saying it's bad because it's popular. That's what that is. Do you remember that kid in high school who was like, hmm, I don't like that thing because a bunch of other kids like it. Nobody fucking liked that kid. Well, guess what you are as an adult now? You're that kid. You're not cool, you're not edgy, you're not fun. You're just somebody who wants to hate on the thing because it's popular. Guess the fuck what? The flavor of the goddamn year is Fortnite. Deal with it. Don't play the game, or just fucking deal with it. Like, or play the fucking game, learn what it's about, have some maybe fun with it, for crying out goddamn loud. Don't sit there and be like, mm, I don't like it because it's played by a bunch of 10-year-olds. And? So the fuck what? It's not going to stop you from going to the theater and seeing the next Pixar film because it was made for children. You're going to go see it because you want to see a goddamn Pixar movie. 
Don't give me that shit that oh well when I went when I went and dropped my kid off at school, all the kids were doing the floss dance and the fucking orange justice. Yeah, and great. Now a bunch of kids can fucking come together and be cool because they're playing the same fucking game. Do you know how much I wish that could have happened when I was in fucking school? No, I was the outcast because I liked Mario and Sonic. Now now kids get to fucking be together and, and have fun playing a game together. That's awesome to me. I don't care if it's fucking Fortnite. I don't care if it's fucking Hello Kitty's Island Adventure. If a bunch of people are playing a game, awesome. If a bunch of people are enjoying a thing, that's that's awesome. God damn it, it pisses me off. Oh, Call of Duty's bullshit because it's played by a bunch of bros. And? The fuck's your point? Have you played the game? Like, yeah, I don't play a lot of Call of Duty because it's a very Twitch action shooter and I don't want to play that kind of game. Doesn't mean that it's a bad game. Fucking do not ever come to me with a game is stupid because it's popular. Because I will straight up tell you you're being stupid. And that's why you're wrong. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> I, I, I was um, very enthralled in that, actually. Uh, yeah. That was that felt that felt that felt really good. <laughs> I was say like, yeah, did that feel good, man? Like getting all that off your chest. <laughs> oh man, cool, awesome. Well, I enjoyed it. Let's see. Um, that was not me and Salbanero. I didn't do it. That I did not time you out. That was not me. That was probably Valer. <laughs> um. Oh, oh, yeah. Valer has Valer has mod ability. Yep. Yep. Um. <laughs> I don't know why you would hate Game of Thrones if you've never watched it, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. So, yeah, that's going to be the new segment at the end of the show. Um, in lieu of the Overwatch Minute, I will work on overlays and cool fancy intros and whatnot for Greg in the near future. Um, now, we're still alive. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for the podcast. Um, so, before we go... Um, Greg, where can I find you on the internet? Oh, well, <laughs> now that I've done that. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, boy. <laughs> you can find... Oh, I, dude, I was... I've been waiting to do that all for, like, for three days. Now. Ever since I came up with the idea, I was like, this is going to be good. <laughs> um, you can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, at ChubRockGeek. You can follow me on Twitch, at ChubRockGeek. Um, you can also uh, find me on a podcast that I do with my buddy Josh, who's just claimed he's that asshole in the chat. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I apologize. <sighs> um, uh, you'll find us doing a podcast called All Cued Up. You go to allcuedupodcast.com. What Josh and I do is we watch two shows in their entirety on an internet streaming platform, mostly Netflix. We uh, watch the shows in their entirety, give them a grade at the end, um, we uh, kind of have, like, a discussion about, like, what we liked and didn't like about the show. Oh, sorry. Wow. Just burp cast suddenly. I got all worked up. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, the last episode was... <laughs> I'm drawing a blank on what the last two shows we watched were, Josh. Help me out here. But um, 
Yeah, we're, we're, we're the the podcast is on any platform that you listen to. So whatever podcast platform is of your choice, we are there, hundred um, percent. I love doing the show. This upcoming episode that we're going to record next week, the day after Christmas, which will be on the twenty. Oh, okay. No, the day after Christmas is twenty six. We record the day. We record it Wednesday, and then upload on Friday. Oh, okay. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So the twenty eighth. So the next episode will be on the twenty eighth, um, and it'll be on uh, the end of Voltron, uh, primarily. Um, I had to watch the second half of season seven, and then now I'm getting through. I'm going through eight, and I'm close to the ending it. But um, we're going to talk about Voltron as a whole, the whole series from beginning to end. Uh, talk about stuff we liked and didn't like, and then uh, give season eight a grade. Uh, we might give the whole series a grade. I don't know. You know, fill it out when we get there. But we're also going to do um, the. Uh, we're going to talk about the Christmas special of Sabrina. Um, if you didn't watch season one of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, it was a fantastic, a surprisingly fantastic show on Netflix. They have a Christmas special and announced that a, uh, season two, three, and four have been greenlit. So the show is going to be around for a hot minute. Uh, but we're going to talk about the Christmas special and then something Anthony you'll enjoy is special on Netflix. And we're going we're gonna to watch and talk about that one too. Sorry, say again, you kind of get cut, cut off um, due to Discord, but uh, the last part. Uh-oh. Uh, Agrisuko has a Christmas special. Oh, yes, I'm watching that. Hell yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're going to talk about that too. And I, Joe, nice. I know Josh is super excited about watching the Agrisuko Christmas special. He's, he's stoked <laughs> about it. He can't wait. Oh, boy. I, I, I wonder how he felt about that season two announcement. <laughs> I don't know that we'll review season two because Josh was not a big fan of it. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of Christmas specials, and I know that I'm going to watch the Agrisuko Christmas special. So. <laughs> so I don't think we're going to do season two. But uh, we're definitely doing the Christmas special, so um, yeah, tune in on the 28th, or tune in, Jesus Christ, like, <laughs> on the 28th is when it releases, uh, episode, I think, 32, we're doing this for a hot minute now, so, uh, but yeah, if you if that's something that sounds like you're interested in, it's a, it's a good show, it's a lot of fun, but that's at allcueduppodcast.com. Nice. 33, episode 33, my bad. Oh, cool, awesome. Uh, I have, I have now... Know what uh, I now know what to get you, Josh. Um, so, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at defect if not until you follow the work that I do at missionstartpodcast.com. Uh, as long uh, as well as this podcast is uploaded every week on our website, also in podcast services across the globe, including Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. Um, it is the last podcast of 2018 uh, that we have done. We've had what a hell of a ride this year. Um, we recently found out that we got more view, uh, listeners than we thought, uh, which is always awesome to, to hear. And uh, yeah, here we, here's to another year of gaming news podcasts and all of that jazz. Uh, so with that, thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>